welcome to Cracking Open a Cold Case and Other True Crimes. I'm Caitlin. And I'm Allison Sugar. And we are so happy that you are listening to us tonight. So happy. Elated. Overjoyed. Gross. Ecstatic. Did you say ecstatic? I don't know. There's a C in it. It's ecstatic. Don't mock my speech impediment. I'm not. Um, Caitlin, what's in your cold one? Today I am drinking a Diet Coke with a lemon wedge from Sonic. Sugar, what is in your cold one? Uh, a Diet Coke from Sonic with a lemon wedge. It's only a large, it's not a 44. Because today at Sonic, all large drinks were only 99 cents. Not even sponsored to say that. Hashtag Sonic. We should be sponsored by Sonic. Or McDonald's, because they have good Diet Coke too. It is, it's really crisp. Or the Mav. Crisp. Um, I only want to be sponsored by Maverick during the summer when they have 99 cent. Balls. All, all. The 44 and foam cups. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a like, general, a general announcement is that you're an amateur if you go anywhere where you can get a foam cup and get a plastic cup. Yeah. Because it's, like, so sweaty. Yeah. It gets I everywhere. I hate plastic cups. Or even, like, those paper kind of cardboardy cups, you the, know? Yeah. Even those are pre- preferable to the plastic one. Though. Yes, yes. But foam all the way. Foot. Yeah. Um, Kaylin, what, what were you up to this week? This week, I got back from my romantic getaway, <laughs> as you alluded to last podcast. Um, it wasn't a romantic getaway. We were just up at my in-laws' cabin, and we just went shooting and hiking. Uh, where's and your Where's your in-laws' cabin? What's the latitude and longitude? Um, I'm not sure, but it's Causey Estates, so it's um, above Causey Dam. Causey Estates. Mm-hmm. Anything with the word estate in it is really classy. Yeah, I mean, we're classy people. Um, JK, we're not. They're they're decent. I won't. Yeah. Yeah. I'll give it to you. So what you what have you been up to? Um, let's see. What have I done that's even notable? Um, I cleaned my carpets with a carpet cleaner. Ooh. I know. Exciting. Also, we all just learned that the owner of Segway he oh. died from falling off a cliff. Well, on a Segway. He like. Fell 80 feet down or something. Yeah. So don't take those segways off-roading. I think that's what we learned from that. I mean, yeah, I've never really imagined segways in a a nature setting. Nope, nope. It's not how I view nature. I don't view nature on a segway, but... If you love nature but you don't want to exercise, um, I don't know, watch... TV and yeah. don't go out on your Segway. Yeah, watch Nature Watch or Nature Walk on YouTube circa the early 2000s. What's something else that's spicy we can banter about? Um, you started school. That's not spicy, Caitlin. Okay, well, that's very cool. mild. Um, um, what's something spicy? Oh, uh, we have a Twitter for this podcast. It's called, it's at Cracking Open Pod. Because I couldn't fit the whole title in the handle. Ooh. Um, so please follow us, tweet at us, DM us with any cases that you would like us to cover. Or feedback. Unless it's like 
really negative. Unless it's rude. It can be negative, but, like, we won't receive it well if it's negative. Yeah. <laughs> we are fragile over here. Yeah. We don't need... We don't need constructive criticism. We don't need rude comments. I know my voice is really high-pitched. I don't need to hear that. I know I sound like a, I don't know, a baby. Um, a sweet child. That's yeah. a compliment. A cherub. Is, is how I would, is how I prefer to describe it. We should have Mary paint our faces onto cherubs' bodies with a tombstone in the back. Okay, for the logo of this. Yeah. Mary's my sister. She's artistically inclined. <laughs> that sounds like a, a disorder. <laughs> right. She's pretty amazing. She's decent. Decent. But yeah. Sugar just played back our last segment just to make sure our sound quality was okay and I realized how much I hate my voice so thank you for all our listeners to putting up with my voice yeah Kate and also mine but at the same time I'm sure we'll get used to it someday and be like it's whatevs everyone hates their own voice I mean we're pretty amazing no matter what our voices sound like but so true so anyway Shug I feel like when you ask me what I'm doing or what I've done that's interesting, I, feel, I realize how boring I am. Right? I'm like, well, I go to work, come home, um, take my dog on a hike. I got some dude was, like, posting about, like, naughty stuff he was doing with a girl. And I thought he was joking, so I asked him if he was joking. And he's like, he talked about how I'm a girl from Utah who... Asked, who begs for likes on tweets and like has a podcast was like his insult and I was like what? What? You're so rude. No, it wasn't even rude. I just no, didn't really get it. Weird. So I mean that's something. That's some hot action. That is some hot action. Yeah so that's the highlight of my week. Actually the downside of my week. Oh last week uh, we had Vince and Mark on our podcast to fill in for Caitlin while she was just up being romantic. <laughs> so romantic. <laughs> so special with my niece and nephews there as well. It was very romantic. Yeah, thank you guys for filling in. Caitlin didn't listen to the second one that was much ruder to her. <laughs> it was Vince calling than me the out. the first one. No, that or wasn't Mark. Mark. He's he's got a beef with you. On for why? I don't, you're gonna have to listen to your own show. Should I text him? Yeah. Um, okay. But let's go on to, are you taking a video of yeah, me? Yeah, I'm gonna say, Mark, why you got some beef with me? If you, okay. Let's move on. <laughs> so much drama. <laughs> Caitlin, stop trying to stir the pot. <laughs> I just sent it to him. Oh, you guys are Snapchat friends? Mm -hmm. Even though you're both married? Yep. Yikes. I mean, I'm Snapchat friends with Vince as well, because one time we hiked Malin's Peak, but he didn't come to my wedding. Caitlin will never <laughs> let that go. He was supposed to karaoke at my wedding. Wow. Sugar loves to karaoke. That is a fun fact about Suge. One time on Christmas, it was Christmas night, Sugar and I karaokied in our front room. Oh, but we it were, wasn't even karaoke. No. We just had the we microphone were, and just were like snap people. Snap, yeah, 
roasting people who weren't there. While we were waiting for your grandma and uncle and cousin to pick us up to go see a movie. It was Unbreakable, or Unbroken? I think it was Unbroken. Where they're, like, in the the Japanese prisoner camp. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good movie. Yeah, it's quite an, an, a test of endurance, I would say, but... So, so if it. you don't see movies on Christmas evening with your friend's family, are you even friends? I just want to say my friend Quincy, uh, I don't remember how long ago this was, but she was like, you love karaoke so much. Like, if it were the end of the world, like the world were ending tomorrow, you would just be karaokeing all night. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it was meant to be like an insult. Or but like, that one's mine. That's the compliment. I almost drank Kaylin's drink. Yeah. Because mine has a seed. Which would be freaking gross. I mean, it's happened before. That's true. So it happens when you both have Diet Cokes. We both have excellent taste. We do. It's true. I thought about giving up Diet Coke to try to be healthy and stuff. I thought of, I gave it up for like a week or two one time. It was awful. Who was... Somebody... I saw online somebody was posting that they'll like add 10 years on your life if you don't drink soda. Which, I mean, where's the proof? Yeah. You know, if I die ten years earlier, that's fine. Yeah, whatever. You lived long enough. That's true. If I die when I'm 90 instead of 100, I think I'll be fine. Oh, speaking of deaths, let's get to this case that we're going to do today. Let's crack open a cold Cold case. case. Except this one is a uh, is falls under the other crimes because it's hot, hot. So, Shug. Yeah, girl. What is this other true crime case? Um, I think you it's pronounced Papine. Yeah. The- it's the pa- Papine sisters in France. Um, Kaylin texted me about it today. And I said, buy me less papemista, like a newsie, because, like, Pepin and Pate. Uh, and Caitlin was like, what? Well, I was at work, and I was like, what is this girl saying? I was and really then, sad, because I was like, has she not seen newsies? I've seen it, but I just didn't put it together. Oh. I was working real hard. Amateur. It was amateur hour today. Well, it's always amateur hour in my life. Hour by hour. So, the Pepin sisters... Um, there's Christine and Leah. It's like Leah, though. Yeah. It's actually kind of, so, this is a bit of a spoiler, but it's kind of fitting that one's name is Leah, because it's like an incesty story. So it's like Luke and Leah, brother and sister that had a thing on Star Wars. Yeah. Do you get where I'm going? Yes, yes. Incest, so. not best. Maybe George Lucas or whoever named Leah saw this and was like... Ooh, plot. Um, I'm adding this into my movies. I've never even seen Star Wars, but I everyone knows the yeah. Everyone knows who they who you're talking about. I've seen the ones with Hayden Christensen that came out in like the early 2000s. Well, Hayden Christensen's a babe, so yeah, that's why we all saw those ones. I was in middle school and I was like, oh my gosh. (laughs) <laughs> He's shirtless, right? Whoa, baby. It's like, oh, hell yeah. Take it off, Hayden. I didn't realize, or I didn't learn till recently that he's apparently a terrible actor. But, I mean, I don't really know if I've seen him in many things. 
Well, apparently he was bad in that, but I wouldn't care because that bod was there. And I saw them when they first came out, and I don't really have the desire to watch them again. So when I first saw him, I think he did fine. I remember Natalie Portman would call him Annie because his name was Anakin. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh. That's awful. You have to call your boyfriend Annie. You should name your son Anakin. I uh, he, he turns out to be Darth Vader. Spoiler, sorry. <laughs> Spoiler. It's a prequel. And he gets, like, uh, his le all his limbs come off, so he has to live in that weird suit. Yeah. So I wouldn't say it's, like, a good name to give someone. No, I just, I'd like... Be more inclined... Sorry, I had to cut you off because I was so passionate. <laughs> I'd be so more inclined to name my kid Link after Link from Zelda. Ooh, or Super Smash Brothers. Is he on that? Mm -hmm. I, I don't like that game because I always lose so hard. Really? The one where you just fight mm -hmm. each other? Yeah, I always My parents lose. have it. We can go play it one day. I know, I played it with you oh, and a yeah. Tinder guy one time. <laughs> Is his name Ty? Oh my gosh! I forgot about him. That's a great story. Yeah, that love triangle. It wasn't. I wasn't in the love triangle. No, me. It was me back in my horish days. Whoa. That's a whole other story. In about 2014 to early 2015. Uh, it's probably been going on for longer than you realize. Yeah. It's hindsight's twenty twenty. <laughs> that was such a weird. Oh god. Okay, let's go back to the Papine sisters. <laughs> Papine. So the Papine sisters came from a troubled family. They lived in Le Mans, which is in France. I think it was Western France. Hold on. I just want to say, look them up and tell me. Uh, if they don't resemble the McPoyle sister, Margaret McPoyle, from Always Sunny in Phila It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, from when they all get locked in the bar, <laughs> and they're all sweaty, and he has to seduce her. Oh, I love Always Sunny. It, I need to start watching that again. I know. You need to watch every episode at least four times. Because it's so funny. Is a, my general life rule. Okay, so we were talking about Le Mans. Yeah. Did you know I took French in high school for two Whoa. years? Oh, so I'm cultured. But uh, where is it at? Le Mans is oh, it is by let's see, I'm trying to find it. It's a little bit south. So Le Mans is a little bit southwest of Paris. Okay, it's by. Orleans. Okay. I don't know how you say that in the with the French accent. Mm. It's, but I'll say it how I say it. You Orleans. Took <laughs> <laughs> you took two years of French. I know, but I've never like whatever. Get off my back. <laughs> oh yeah. So they grew up in Le Mans or around Le Mans as, as like, well. Like if you were to name your child L Lemons and you were like, this is my son. Le Mans. Le Mans. Like, it's spelled lemons, but it's pronounced Le Mans. Like Joe Dirte, when you put an E at the end. <laughs> so their mother was Clemence, and their father was Gustav. Um, they... I think you say it like Clemence. Like... Clemence? Like no. Clemence. 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 Don't Clemence. you? Clemence. 
Oh, Caitlin's dog is here. Ah, he just made out with the straw of my dream. Get it. He didn't touch it. He made out with it. It was third base. Whoa. Okay, so. Um, the mother was considered to have, like, low morals, and she was considered to be unfit to be a mother, and their father, Gustav, was an alcoholic, and he was abusive as well. So they didn't really have the best home life. Um, that's true, that's just true. I swear it's like Clemence, isn't it? Sure, Clemence, yeah, let's go with that. Oh! Daddy, come here. Caitlin's dog is here again, haunting us. Just kidding, he's cute, but he's he huge. He's huge. Okay, Caitlin's gone, so let me get a word in. Um, <laughs> I'm back. Oh, wow. <laughs> so the mom was a, a bitch. Basically. Basically. Uh, they had an older sister named, what was her name? Amelia. And she was born in February of 1902. Um, Clem Clemente and Gustav had to get married because she was pregnant. And so, that Amelia... The old, age-old love story. Shotgun wedding. So, Amelia was born in February of 1902. And Amelia, when she was 10, she got raped by Gustav, the father. Mm-hmm. Um, so, she went to... She was sent to a convent. Yep. Because she was haunted or something. What was the... Well, the mom thought that Amelia had seduced her father. So... The hallmark of a normal mom, yeah. basically. So, in order to get her daughter away from her husband, she sent her to a convent to live with the nuns. Uh -oh. So, there, Christine was born in 1905, and she was the middle child. Um, after, soon after she was born, Christine's parents gave her to her father's sister. And that aunt, oh, you're cracking open a cold one. And Christine's aunt was really happy to have her. She was excited, and she was able to give Christine a loving home. So that um, was... The mom basically sent all her kids away because she didn't want to have to be a mom. A mom. Yeah. She, she ca Her body cashed checks she couldn't... Or her body wrote checks she couldn't cash. Ooh, I like that. It's trademark. Copyright. <laughs> Shignite 2017. 2017. So Christine lived with her aunt for seven years, and after those seven years, her she was sent to live in a Catholic orphanage, also at the convent where Amelia was at. Um, Amelia had joined the convent and become a nun, and Christine really wanted to follow in her sister's footsteps. She wanted to become a nun. She wanted to take those vows, but Christine's mother wouldn't let her. She wanted her to go work so that Christine could send the money, her wages, back to her parents. Uh, also, I want to point out, one time, like a couple weeks ago, Caitlin sent me a picture of these two twin gals. Or, they're not twins. They just look like, oh, that is a huge-ass grasshopper. Where? Right there. Oh, my gosh! But anyway, Caitlin sent me a picture of them, and I, I put, they look like me, meaning to say they look like men, but anyway... I just wanted to share that story where Caitlin thought I declared myself to look just like him. Yeah. I was a confused. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. So then, did we get to... Christine's the middle child, and then Leia is the youngest. And she was born in 1911. She was born in 1911, nine years after um, the first one, Amelia. Um... 
Leah was sent to her uncle's house from the time that she was born until she was 18 or 15. Um, evaluations indicated that Leah was of slightly lower intelligence than her sister Christine, and she was introverted, quiet, and obedient. Wait, Le Leah was? Leah, yeah. Princess Leah, the incest sister? Yeah. What, wait, what news outlet are you looking at? Oh. Historic Mysteries. I mean, this, she's going off her memory. Yes, yes. She's got it on lock. Actually, no, we watched a bunch of stuff on this before, and there was so much reading for a YouTube video. Yeah. I came to watch YouTube, not to read. Yeah. We ain't, we didn't, we aren't scholars. We didn't go to college. Nope. We, we did. We did. I'm not done with it yet. Don't even get me started. Yeah. Anyway. It's um, a rip-off. So... In 1926, Le Leia and Christine landed a job is to be living maids um, together in Le Mans to the home of the Lancelin family. The father was a retired lawyer. Wait, 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 wait. Whoa, whoa. Okay. You, okay, so Amelia is a nun. Yes. And then Christine, is that's the middle one, right? Yes? Yes. Christine wanted to become a nun. Did we go over this already? But then the mom was like, no, I need money to be a little shit bag by myself over here, you know? So she made them quit the convent and come back home to work. Yes. Yep. Okay. I don't... We did not say that, I don't think. I talked a little bit about it. Well, it sounded better coming Were from you me. Were you paying attention, sugar? <laughs> so hostile. This is how we do it. Okay. So, 1926, they are working for the Lancelin family. The dad was a retired lawyer, um, and his wife and their adult daughter, Genevieve, lived in the home. I just want us to, like, take on the French accents and be like, Genevieve. Genevieve. Christine served in the, as the family cook while Leia cleaned the house. And they... Was that pretty good? It was so good. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, but... They, that's basically what they had to do at the convent before the bitch mom pulled them out. <laughs> bitch mom. Bitch mom alert, am I right? You are right. So, that was just a thing emphasizes that it was basically the same thing they were doing. So, when they got out and they were, like, all skilled in homemaking, uh, the La Lancelin, mm -hmm. I was going to call them the Lancelot family, they were, like, so pleased because the Pepines, <laughs> they were good at cleaning and housekeeping. And also, they were not interested in boys or nope. dancing. Nope. So, they only really left the house to go to church on Sundays. So, they were great maids and housekeepers because... They had they, no other lives. Yeah, they did their job. And they really were passionate, passionate about their job. They were diligent workers and they had proper behavior. They were known to be rather unsocial. Same. Christine and Leia preferred their own company over that of others, which, I mean, I don't blame them. Um, each day they had a two-hour break after lunch, but instead of going out around the house or around the town, they making stayed... Out. They could be out making out with boys. But they stayed in their bedroom for those two hours on their lunch break. That's a pretty nice lunch break, two hours. 
Okay, but then compared to like the working other hour days, yeah, yeah, man. So I can't get over looking at pictures of them and how mannish they are. Can we put that on the podcast? Can we put a picture of them somewhere? Uh, can you? Tweet I'll put it? I'll put it on the Twitter. Yeah. Uh, we can't put it on a podcast. We're like, so let me explain. They're no. They're, well, I didn't know if you could like put it as a thumbnail of one of the episodes. I don't even know how you would explain what the hell their hair is doing. It's like <laughs> some I kind of nineteen twenties craziness. It's bad. That's all you guys need to know. It's pretty bad. So when I said that they were not interested in boys. I didn't necessarily mean they're lesbians. They just were... In case you're looking to label them really hard. But they just weren't really interested in going out and dating boys. However, there was sexual relations between them that were suspected by the Lancelin family. Basically because they spent so much time together uh, in their bedroom and had like an abnormal fondness for each other. Like they would seek each other out at every opportunity. And apparently they went to a fortune teller who told them that they were a married couple in another life. So that adds a really weird uh, twist. twist. Not that I believe in fortune tellers, but... Just add another weird layer to this weird story. Maybe the fortune teller was like, could sense that they were super into, like... Into each other? Yeah, and so they were like, I'm going to tell him this and just push them further into this weird relationship. Well, it's also weird, too, because these two sisters were separated for most of their childhood, with Leia staying at her uncle's house and Christine being in the orphanage and at the convent. They didn't spend much time together, but once they started working together, they developed this really strange bond. They were very close, and... Like Sugar said, they really enjoyed each other's company. This is, see, this thing I'm reading right now says, Christine believed she had once been Leia's husband in another life and treated Leia as her wife. Such, a, such was the dominance in the strange relationship that Leia found herself slipping deep into Christine's personality. So they're suspected of having folia do. Uh, mm-hmm. The name of a Fallout Boy album. And also the, like, illness where somebody's, just one person kind of goes crazy and the other person kind of follows mm-hmm. suit and is like, they just go crazy together, basically. One kind of dominates yep. the other one. Yep, one personality dominates the other. We are not psychologists. We are not. So don't take us to court. Please don't. No, I don't know what their grounds <laughs> would be. I just have been threatened to be sued three times today by the fake IRS. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was like, by who? They they were like we're gonna take your we're gonna submit your case to the county court if you don't call us back and then I called back, IRS how can I help you like I'm so sure fake. IRS would not answer that way they no and they don't call you you get like letters and stuff yeah so fake news yeah I should have and I should have called them when they said IRS and I should have been like fake news let's call them right now <laughs> we can have a podcast segment where you call the fake IRS. Well, we can do that in another one because it's 1031 on the East Coast and the number was from Syracuse, New York. They're open because my sister-in-law is applying to work at the IRS and she would work swing shifts, so she would work from 4 o'clock in the afternoon until 1 o'clock in the morning. That's sweet. I need a swing shift because I never sleep. Yeah. I'm 
a vampire woman. Okay, let me try calling the fake IRS. <laughs> oh, yes, they left me another one since I blocked their number. So that's pretty cute. Super cute. Okay, let's see. We're, I'm, I'm calling the IRS in case you think we're sitting here in silence. Interesting. Well, fake. Fake news. This is the... Lawsuit, which has been filed on your name. So before we go with legal matter and send this case to the local county courthouse, kindly call us back on our number, which is 315-888-0995. I repeat it. Um, so that's the number if you want to take out your aggression on anyone. Please call them. Because they're fake. Fake. But you know what's not fake? Uh, fully ado, first of yep. all. So, so by 1933, the Papine sisters had been with the Lancelins for six years. Christine was 27 years old, and Leah was 21. So, in February, on February 2nd of 1933, Mrs. Lancelin and her daughter Genevieve arrived home around 5.30 to a mostly dark house. The Lancelin ladies had been out shopping and around town. Um, when they arrived to their dark house, Christine came down and said that a faulty iron had caused the power to short out, and that was why the house was dark. And it was the second time in a week that the iron had caused some electrical fuse to blow. That's, first of all, it's scary when the um, power goes out anyway. Mm -hmm. But then when you've got creepy, incestuous sisters uh, manning your house. Um, but I want to take it back a tiny bit because, so the Lancelin people love the weird ass sisters for a long time but then they kind of got started getting particular the mom she probably i don't know if she was just getting more senile or what but she would like monitor the um the like their cleaning like would make them get down on the ground and inspect their cleaning like to make sure that every yeah, spot was yeah. clean um like i'm trying to think of a good example of a fake character like miss trenchable from matilda but as a as your landlady who you clean for, yeah, I like that. She was no Miss Honey. Yeah, uh, Miss Honey. But yeah, I just wanted to point that out. So they were kind of they would get uh, amped up and be like, "I'm ready to defend myself next time." She's like forceful, trying to yeah. make them inspect their own cleaning. Like one time, I think it was Leia. She was sweeping papers, and she missed one scrap of paper. And so Mrs. Lancelin pinched her and held it down until she hand-picked up that piece of paper. And just kind of weird stuff. So tensions were starting to rise between the Papine sisters and the Lancelin family, more specifically um, Mrs. Lancelin, the head of, or the mom. Um, oh, oh, oh. Also... Sorry, I keep kind of just realizing stuff because I'm uh, scatterbrained. <sighs> it's 
what makes me so charming. But anyway, the, um, so the old, the mom, what is her name? Madame Lancelin. Mm -hmm. She convinces them to stop sending their money to their mom. Because yeah. she's just been cashing in. So she's like, you should just keep it for yourself. And apparently, Madame Lancelin uh, alerts their mom that there's no longer going to be a gravy train from her daughters. Yeah, so the Lancelins and the Papines did, at one point, have a really good relationship. They got along really well. They worked in the same... The Papine sisters worked for the Lancelin family for six years. That's a long time. And they lived in the home, and they were with the family. Sorry, I, I'm just getting in a, a battle with someone online because they're trying to snopes me. On what? The I, I posted about the guy, um, the Segway guy um. driving off a cliff, and this guy's like, the inventor is still alive. This is fake. And Not I was the like, inventor, this the British owner. guy who bought it. You, He's the owner. You clown. Ugh. Just kidding. I'm sure you have good intentions, but I'm... I'm a, an elite snoper. So, GTFO. Yeah, don't try to snopes me. So, the drama between the Papine sisters and the Lanson family kind of came to a head on the day that the power had gone out. Because the iron was faulty, but the iron had just been returned from the repairman earlier that day. So, Mrs. Lancelin was pretty angry about that, and a dispute broke out. It was, I will give it to the Papines or whatever, that, okay, admittedly, Madame Lancelin was a nutbag. Yeah. She was pretty crazy, and, like, her mind was going somewhere. Yeah. It was slipping. So... When Mrs. Lancelin, or Madame Lancelin, got after Christine for the iron and the power being out, Christine snapped. They were at the top of the stairs on the first floor landing, and Christine lunged at Genevieve, which is the daughter, and tore out her eyes with her fingers. Okay, okay, if you're a child and you're listening to this, you need to get off. What the? <laughs> oh, Caitlin, oh my gosh. <laughs> Caddy. Caitlin's animals that she takes care of are, like, revolting. They're so... It's fine. It's fine. They're going... They're having folly ado <laughs> against me. <laughs> so, um, Leia quickly joined in the struggle and grabbed Mrs. Lancelin. Christine ordered Leia to gouge out Madame Lancelin's eyes. Then Christine ran downstairs to the kitchen to get a knife and hammer. Christine went back upstairs and both... Christine and Leia bludgeoned and sliced the mother and daughter. They also used a pewter pitcher to smash them in the head, to bash in the head of the Lancelin ladies. Oh, uh, it was like a massacre. Yeah, and experts estimate that the incident lasted about 30 minutes. But in the end, the maids had violently slaughtered the Lancelin Caitlin's ladies. dog is making out with my leg, or who was. Anyway... So, they gouge out their eyes when they're still alive. Yep. It's a, a thing I want to put emphasis on. They are alive and well, and their eyes are getting gouged out by hands, by fingers, by two girls. That look like, just imagine Margaret McPoyle. Yeah, that's really a good representation. Sweaty. 
sweaty. These ones didn't have a unibrow, but... Well, in some pictures it kind of looks like it. They didn't have unibrows, but they had mm, metaphorical unibrows. Yeah, I like that. So, Mr. Lancelin and his wife and daughter were supposed to meet some friends for dinner. They were at, like, a dinner party. And Mr. Lancelin had come back from in town, and he went to the house, and he noticed that the doors were all light, locked and the lights were off. So, Mr. Lancelin thought that his wife and daughter had gone to the dinner party ahead of him. So, he went to the dinner party, realized that his wife and daughter weren't there, and so he grabbed somebody from the dinner party to go back to the house with them to see what was going on. And it was all dark because those... Wait, did the lights really go out or were they just being creepy? I don't know. It never fully said. Because I could see... You know how nut, nutty people love to Turn to, the to kill by candlelight? Yeah. So, um... They're hipsters, so they prefer not to have electricity. When Mr. Lancelin and his friend showed up to the house... They saw that all the lights were off except for one. There was a faint glow of a candle in the maid's quarters. quarters. And so we got a... What's the police called there? It was like... Grin, grin, something with a G. Like Grenade or something. I don't know. It was a police officer. Um, I swear I heard the name and was like, I'm going to remember that and just show off my French education. You don't remember <laughs> that from high school French? I could tell you like... Basic stuff. Je m'appelle Alison. That means my, my name. name. My name is... But then I... Okay, I'll stop going while, while I'm ahead. Anyway, so they get a police. One of the policemen. And he goes in there and they he finds... Do they all find the bodies or the policeman? Because I know that he goes upstairs alone. The police... The police officer found an eyeball... On the top of the stairs, and then he found the bodies of Mrs. Lancelin and her daughter Genevieve. Okay, so the Lancelin lady had her eyeballs ripped out and wrapped around her neck like a scarf, naturally. Oh. And then they were like basted with the menstrual blood of Genevieve, Genevieve which is like, what the f? f? And it was. Mrs. Lancelin was found lying on her back with her legs apart, and Genevieve was found facing down. Um, next to her lay a bloody kitchen knife with a dark handle, and blood covered the entire scene and had even splattered the walls two meters above the bodies. They had pulled their skirts like above their head and mutilated their bums and mm -hmm. southern regions. And I also read an account where it said that the underwear or the undergarments had been pulled down as well. But when the police officers were taking crime scene photos, they felt like it was very improper to take a photo showing the genital region. So they pulled the undergarments back up and put the skirts down. So if somebody... Okay... Hypothetically, in France in 1930, if somebody somehow got murdered straight in the genitalia area and there's no other evidence anywhere else, they'd be like, we don't need to know, and just, like, yeah, like, not look. Yeah, they just felt like that was very improper and that they shouldn't take those types of photos, even though it was a crime scene photo. It was showing what was done. They knew that nudes always get out. Right. 
Um, when the police found the bodies of Mrs. Lancelin and Genevieve, they searched the rest of the house because they thought either the killer was still in there or that the killer had done the same thing to the Papine sisters. They knew that the Lancelins had live-in maids, and they were afraid that those maids, those sisters, had faced the same fate as the Lancelin ladies. I have no idea what happened. My phone just is on Chipotle.com. That's fine. <laughs> I don't remember how I got here. That's okay. Sorry, I just was, like, looking at my phone to read stuff about them, and then it's just like, Chipotle. That's fine. So the officers searched the house, and they went up to the upper level where the maid quarters were, and they saw that the candlelight was coming from that room, and they could hear hushed voices behind the door, but the door was locked. So the police kept knocking and calling to the Papine sisters. They didn't come to the door, so the police officers kicked down the door and went in. And when they opened the door, they found the girls in bed together, naked in an embrace and next to the bed was a bloody hammer with bits of hair and brain and encrusted with their brain matter yep which is a phrase that will stick out to me forever um yeah so they saw the the gentle lighting coming from the keyhole this sounds like i don't know some kind of sounds fake <laughs> that they could see it through the keyhole and then right. like and it's just the weirdest scene yeah. ever but yeah so Christine and Leia were in a nude embrace which fuels the rumors and kind of adds fuel to the fire of them being incestual and having a sexual relationship yeah this story is very disturbing so this source that I'm reading, which is historicmysteries.com, it states that the police asked the sisters what had happened, and the Papine sisters immediately confessed to the crime. But then, it, when it talks about their trial in the future, they're like, they just claim that they themselves only did it, and they're like, like, my sister didn't do it, and they mm -hmm. just protected each other, yeah. which is kind of weird. Yeah. Um, so the police arrested the girls and took them into custody, Christine became extremely distressed and exhibited desperate fits when the police separated her from Leia. Um, it seems like Christine has always been more attached to Leia, but and then Leia's just like been under her spell kind of thing. Yeah, because she's a younger sister. They don't have a ho stable home life. They've never really had a mother figure. And so yeah. I think that she definitely was it under that spell because she was looking for somebody to fill that void. Um, so the authorities allowed a meeting between the sisters after they were arrested, and Christine behaved and spoke in a way that implied a sexual relationship. It was, this is, uh, so she apparently was, like, trying to, like, unbutton Leia's shirt and mm -hmm. was saying, like, yes, please. Or say, please say yes, or please say yeah, yes. Or something right. weird like that, like, she wanted Leia to give her permission to undress her or something. Something I don't know. that you don't do to your sister. Nope. Or Incest is not best. Do not put your sister to the test. Also, also, <laughs> you don't do it when you're, like, in a supervised area, you yeah. amateurs. Yeah, don't they know to hide those things in front of the authorities? Yeah. Um, so the court appointed three doctors to kind of evaluate the Papine sisters, see how they are psychologically. 
to determine if they were sane or not. And Christine exhibited indifference towards the world, and she indicated that she had no attachments to anything except to Leia. And the doctors reported that Leia looked up to Christine as a big sister or a mother figure, kind of what Sugar was saying earlier. And maybe it's not even like a sexual relationship between them. Maybe it's like that of like a molester and a a victim. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I know that is sexual, but not consensual. no. But it's not consensual. It's yeah. maybe Christine's being the dominant one and asserting her will onto Leia. Yeah. And so the evaluation came back that the sisters had no pathological mental disorders and no family history. So the doctors de- deemed the girls completely sane and indicated that their unusually close relationship caused the girls to act out together, both equally responsible for the murder. Fully a deal. Yep. Um, yes. So they both were just kind of dead behind the eyes, wouldn't look anyone in the eye at their trial and question- questioning. Sorry. Yeah, they kind of looked like they were in a daze. The... The women, they went on trial in September of 1933. The police had to be brought in. Oh, the police had to be brought in to control the crowds gathering outside the courtroom. They actually had a lot of um, public support because it was seen as like a struggle between the um, rich and the very poor. Mm-hmm. So that, I don't know, but I don't know if people just didn't know the whole story or if they were just like, they should be able to do that because they're poor. Like, I don't, because how is, don't you think that'd be a weird perspective to take if you heard the whole story? You're like, well, they're poor. So, so it's, it's a, a, it's it's a okay class writ that they gouge two ladies' eyeballs out. It's fine. It's normal. Because they're poor. Um, that, like, the well-known intellectuals of the time in France spoke out on the, their behalf. It was like, this has, like, a list of four people with really French names that I can't say, but just trust me. Yeah. They're intellectual, and they were into it. Anyway, so, um, during the trial, the woman stated that an argument had developed between Christine and the Lancelin woman, and then Leia joined in, and then Christine had yelled at her to tear her eyes out. Oh, <laughs> so they were very on the money. Yeah. <laughs> And, um... I thought I was reading new information. I was like, wait, wait You're like, minute. wait. So, there's a couple of theories as to why, or I guess questions as to why the sisters did this. Like Sugar said, one of the theories and beliefs is that it was a class struggle between the upper class and the lower class. Um, like, you mean people generally are like, they just resented them because they're rich? Yeah. So, it says that some intellectual sympathize sympathize with the girls and could emphasize with their class struggle. Um, Empathize or emphasize? Empathize. Okay, sorry, sorry. No, you're good. Um, Some other people believe that the girls worked in a decent environment. The Lancelins treated them kindly, they helped them, and so that there was no logical motive for a crime. But then... The thing about it is with the empathy thing where they're like, oh, that's a class struggle, they're poor. And there's a, so many people who worked for rich assholes who never attacked them and killed yeah, them. So, yeah, so I don't believe that's that at all. Um, another kind of theory is that maybe the girls were 
starved of love and, and affection, but these girls spent their formative years away from their parents' instability, and they were with family members who supposedly loved them with their aunt and their uncle. So it's, it, there's no evidence that they suffered or that they were not cared for while with their family members. So there's another theory... And this theory came about in the trial. A doctor testified that the girls could not be normal. He just he proposed that the relationship between Christine and Leah was a complete merger of personalities, that Leah had lost her identity to the dominant personality of Christine. So there was basically no Christine and there was no Leah. And the killer was really the joint personality of the two, a third identity. So it's that. It's kind of like the... Fully ado? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, sort of. I don't know that, because fully you do is like them going crazy together and one being kind of dominant. Yeah. Well, probably more yeah. dominant than, because, so, but I don't know that it like merges them together yeah. as one. I wonder how many cases have that sort of thing. Yeah, so, so some psych, one psychologist thought that the killer was just a joint personality, um, but there's also another theory that Mrs. Lancelin discovered the girls were having an incestuous homosexual relationship. So maybe she saw something that she shouldn't have, and that's why the girls gouged their, her eyes out. But wouldn't they probably tell them, because they're coming forward with all these other details where they were like, yeah, I told her to gouge your eyes out. Like, Yeah, but maybe I, it was just like a revenge thing. I mean, or maybe it, there wasn't a reason. She just snapped. We don't really know. There's not a clear answer. Uh, what about... Oh my gosh, I lost my train of thought. Um, oh yeah, but they were like trying to get down in front of the police or whatever when she was like trying to unbutton the other one's shirt. Yeah, so, so I don't I know don't that they were like... Hiding it? Yeah. Yeah. I don't really know. Maybe they were putting on the relationship because they were like, we're just going to go all out and we're just nuts now. Everyone... Everyone watch out. I mean, I doubt that, but that no, would be interesting maybe. to think I about. No, but maybe. I mean, it's, I don't know. So at the trial, they found the girls guilty, and Leah received a 10-year prison sentence of hard labor, and Christine was to face the guillotine. 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 Although she, that I sentence was commit, commuted to life in prison. Sorry, I sound like one of those douche teachers that's like, guillotine. Yeah, sugar. I just know what a guillotine is, okay? You're fine. Did you know that was still used in the 70s? No. Yeah. Who when the first that? Star Wars movie came out, France was still using that as a way of execution. Holy F, France. Just so you know. So when Christine and Leia had received their sentences, Christine did not do well in prison. She was not okay without her sister. She kind of became she would exhibit bouts of madness and she became severely depressed and despondent she refused to eat so they transferred her to a mental institution but she continued to starve herself and she died in may of 1937 see maybe this is why also it seems like Leia or not Leia Christine cared more about Leia mhm mm Christine aka Luke Skywalker because Leia <laughs> is Leia yeah Obvi. So Leia um, had really good behavior in prison, and she only served eight years of her 10-year sentence. In 1941, she became a free woman. She moved with her mother to a city in Nantes, 
and she got a job as a hotel maid using an assumed name and some accounts point put her of dying in 1982 but some like 2001 as late as 2001 right? yeah so we're not really sure on her time of death but she seemed to do fine and not have a history of violence after being released it kind of look makes it look even further like Christine was like some kind of succubus, like yeah, just like influencing her to do yeah crazy stuff. Yeah, so that was one of the biggest murders and crimes of France at that time. France hadn't really seen anything that violent. Okay, like probably low key they probably had. Yeah, but that's just what people. It said. Have People have seen some stuff, but yeah, the, I'm sure that was a, a new, like, incest. But, aren't French, well, actually, I'm not even going to say what I'm, my point. Say it. I was going to say, aren't French, like, more open to, like, weird sexual stuff? Yeah. <laughs> Supposedly. No offense. I'm not saying that they're, like, open no, to incest, no, but, like, but they're more accepting of... Yeah, they're more progressive. They like BDSM more than we do, probably. Like, for example, of what I'm talking about with the sexual thing is Emmanuel Macron, the pre not the pr the president. I don't know why I couldn't think of that. He met his... Do you know this story? That he's, like, he met his wife when he was, like, 14 and she was, like, 36. Mm. Maybe she was younger than that. And she was, like, his drama teacher. And, yeah, and apparently they didn't start dating or whatever till he was 18. I don't even know. But they're married now, and she has kids that are, like, older than him. Oh. Because I remember I was ta talking to someone else Is about it. Is France? Yeah, the president of France. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Okay. I was I talking to you. someone about it, and they were like, aren't French people open to that stuff? And I was like, probably. I mean, I feel like even if you're, like, really uh, open-minded, you probably... Still, point looks like he has some kind of mommy issues or something. Oh yeah, I don't know. No offense if you are if you are a big if Emmanuel Macron and his wife are your one true pair. I'm sorry. Sorry, not sorry. We're passing judgment. Yeah. So, I just heard of this. Well, a couple weeks ago, when we were looking up YouTube videos and kind of figuring out what we wanted to do our podcast on, these. Papine sisters kind of popped up after a video we watched and I was just interested in it and so I did some research and made sugar look at their pictures not like anything weird just the pictures I just, yeah I just like sent her the article an article about them but it showed up as a really big picture in the text of their faces and that's when I said they look like me but I meant they look like men no offense I don't know who would take offense to that, but, yeah, like, they're ghosts, I guess. Yeah, so. But, anyway, thanks for listening. Do you have any other... Do you have some sage advice? Um, do not murder your employee. Or employer. employer. Either way, don't murder anybody that you work with. Even if it's with your sister. And do not engage in... Incest. incest, yeah. Incest is not best, guys. We're we're uh, extremely against incest on this. Yeah, so please don't do that, and please don't murder anybody. Um, follow us on Twitter, 
send us any recommendations or feedback and let us know what other cases you would like us to cover or anything that you're interested in. Yeah, we were just playing earlier. We are open to constructive criticism. Yeah, so send it. And our Twitter handle is... At Cracking Open Pod. Cracking Open Pod at Twitter. So follow us. Did you say at Twitter? Yep. At Twitter.com yep. is our email. <laughs> at Twitter.com. We don't have an email. I mean, we could. But we will as soon as uh, Blue Apron sponsors us. Yeah. We have some really good uh, situational things where we could set up yeah, Blue Apron. Some yeah. So, hashtag Blue Apron. Maybe when you post this, put a hashtag Blue Apron. I mean, no one will listen. They'll be like, this is just full of Blue Apron ads. ads. We'll, so We'll start out. Yeah. I just love Blue Apron ads where they're like, me and my wife were just bored and we needed a date night. And we wanted to do something different. And then our package came and it was Blue Apron. And they, in a recyclable bag. We had box. squid with soy sauce and lemon gravy. Yeah. <laughs> it was so easy. There's no food waste. <laughs> See, we already are great at this. Yeah. Anyway, shout out to Vince and Mark for being, being born. guests. And <laughs> if you guys would like more guests on these podcasts, let us know. We're trying to get Sugar's brother to be one. But he... And maybe my husband... He's... He's very hard to sway. Yeah, so... Or maybe one of our Twitter followers could be a guest. Aww! Anyways, thank you for listening, and... Thanks for listening to this ending, drawn-out thing. Yes. We'll crack open a cold one for you guys. It was a test of endurance, and you passed. Goodbye. <laughs>